Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. After murdering his entire family, a man marries a widow with a teenage daughter in another town and prepares to do it all over again. That's right. We watched the 1987 film The Stepfather starring Terry O'Quinn. I don't know how you say her name. Sholin? Jill Sholin. I don't know. Jocelyn? Heck. Shalin? I don't know. Jocelyn. 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 Jaqualin. 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 There you go. Hey, hey, Ron. I do want to point out something before we start this. Um, Jill Sholin. I don't know what I'm thinking. She plays Stephanie, the daughter. Yeah. Stepdaughter, she's supposed to be sixteen in this in this uh, movie. movie, but she's actually twenty three. So later, when we see her naked in the shower, it's not creepy. That's what uh, I told Kim okay. when that happened. I was like, yeah. wait a minute, she's supposed to be a teenager, and they're showing her naked. Yeah, because I thought there was going to be uh, if there was going to be like a sexual, you know, stepdad thing. Well, they 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 definitely imply it occasionally, and maybe not right out of imply it, but definitely Stephanie's like, yeah. don't touch me, yeah. like, okay. I don't. So, I, don't think, I, think I don't think it's because of that. I think it's more so that her dad just died. Now her mom remarried into this new guy, and he wants to be my new dad. No. Oh no! I totally got that energy because I had a death yeah. as of a father and had many stepdads. So yeah, I totally get this whole energy yeah. and this whole movie. And one of my favorite scenes is when he gives her that dog, and then she looks at him like, "Don't you fucking touch me!" Like <laughs> yeah. she. I wrote, like, I wrote uh, down. Um, Oh, here, have a puppy. Don't touch me. Yeah. Nothing gives you that right. Uh, you don't touch me. You know, <laughs> you can give me gifts. But okay, we so don't the thing me. that I do have to say as soon as I saw Terry O'Quinn's name, there's three things, but one thing that I mainly know him as. I will always associate him as John Locke from Lost. I never watched Lost. You never watched Everybody the, was no. too into it. It was too popular. I, couldn't, I was yeah. like, no. Nope. He will always be John Locke to me. If he's not John Locke, he will be the friend of the gang of Young Guns. Mm, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And lastly, I think he was the mayor in Tombstone. In Tombstone, I don't yeah. remember. Tombstone. He was in Tombstone. That's he was, right. I believe. Oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the mayor. Yeah. So yeah. with that said, with that said, when so I saw the bullet, him, you son of a bitch, we did a whole podcast yes, on this. But you still, you <laughs> still John Locke. But anyways, with that said, he had hair in this movie. Yeah. Well, so when I saw him with hair, I was like, he has Well, he hair. does, but he doesn't because yeah, exactly. okay, the thing yeah. that I wrote down too, I'm like, all the, okay, he was like changing his identity at the end, right? So yeah. this is going to be his third identity by, yeah. the, you know, by the end of the movie. That the we first, know of. Yeah, that, mean, that we that know, mean that we but, know of. Uh, okay, so he starts off as like the brawny man. Right, and I, I wrote down. Yeah, he looks he's like got the uh, beard and shit. Yeah, he's he looks. He's, he's a he's a brawny man. Ted Kaczynski is what I wrote mm-hmm. down. And then he goes into you know he shaves and does all that. And uh, can I just point out he gives himself an amazing haircut? Yeah, he does because you know, yeah. that's a, that is some skill to be able to do that to yourself. Hey, you know, when you're a deranged murderer, changing your appearance, you're gonna pick up a few. Yeah, along I guess. The way. I guess if your whole freedom and life depends on you being able to, you know. You're change your gonna, appearance you're easily. not gonna fuck it up you need yeah. to learn how to do that i guess mm-hmm. but um yeah so he changes into the sweater vest guy and i'm like i don't trust a man in a sweater vest no yeah, you can't never, you are. never. I don't care who you are only babies are allowed to wear sweater vests because those are the only thing they're cute on <laughs> and, Nobody up, else. and up until one year old that's it yeah, yeah. only babies all right. Mm-hmm. um but yeah he goes to this third guy and his whole transition from sweater vest guy 
to whoever the third guy was going to be. I'm like, he just made his hairline go back a little more. Yeah. yeah see, third guy, yeah. I was like, are we going to wear a yarmulke? Because like, he's yeah, getting I'm really like... like like he almost made himself look like skinnier and more ganglier and like he know. carried himself differently. He, rece- like, he receded the hairline and he added a mustache. You know, he, yeah. Uh, dress for the job you want. He and was put gonna, the glasses he was, back he's, on. He was going to sell insurance. So he was like, I need to look like an insurance guy. Yes. I always love how in like the 80s and the 90s, like the soft contacts, like they always had to get a yeah. close up of the eye because yeah. like they were just now coming out with a soft contact. Like, oh yeah. That's a thing. People can do that. Uh, but then the beginning, when in that first scene where he's changing his appearance and like it's just a deranged man changing his appearance yeah. after murdering yeah. his whole family. But then after you um, get through that scene and he's all, you know, a new person, he walks through that living room massacre scene yeah. and it's such a great setup. Not like just that, everything though, behind yeah. it. Because he's cleaning everything up. What He sees the kid's room, starts putting away the toys. Oh, yeah. He just sees a sailboat and picks it up. Yeah. And then, okay. That to me says about like his okay, he's clearly narcissistic. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is Ted Bundy with the family man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's clearly narcissistic and he's clearly that um, everything's got to be the way that he wants it to be. Yes. So that whole thing where he's picking up the sailboat and putting it back and closing the toy box and all that, I'm like, he's cleaning up after the kids, even though he's murdered the fucking yeah. kids. Yeah. Just, like things still have to be in their proper order. Even well, I wouldn't yeah. want people, all the cops, to come over and see how messy our house is with their kids' toys everywhere. <laughs> yes, they, they may think there's blood in a crime scene. They may think ill of place. him if yes. they if they knew that the toy was. Out. I mean, he has to let them know that he ran a tight ship, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. What kind of father would he be? Yeah, exactly. You're basic narcissistic yeah. sociopaths, and, and he walks that, away whistling as any other sociopath. Like, even nowadays, anybody who freaking whistles, I don't know why, when they start whistling whatever songs. If you are a whistler in a sweater vest, then I'm got my eye on you man. It, 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 I don't what know do why, the kids say these they're sus you're sus who fucking does that <laughs> like see my thing about this movie um, adults ain't that happy what's wrong exactly. with you <laughs> yeah. wait you're a happy an adult in a sweater vest something's wrong you touch people or you're yeah. scamming someone like don't trust what it. is your thing man oh I got this job and especially for whistling doodah yeah. Um, the thing about this movie, right off the bat, is when you get that scene where he goes and you see the massacre and all that. I'm like, kid death. They went there. Yeah, yeah. right off it's the one bat. Of the yeah. It's one of the yeah. few. And I was like saying, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. One of the few times, like they, oh, they went there in a big way. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's just right there. Like as you see the living room, you're like, all right, okay. And then it's like boom, and it pans down. And you're like, oh, kid because that's death. the one thing you got to think about wow. too. It's like when you see him cleaning up, like, oh shit, he better. Like, did they? Did they not? Because you're kind of wondering that. Yeah, because you have that whole toy thing yeah. where he puts it away, and that implies, okay, there were children in this yeah, house. There were young well, yeah, and they go over the pictures yeah. too. Clearly, so. they were children. Yeah, so we've established their children. Then you yeah. get to that other scene, and then boom, it's like, yeah, we're still gonna show you the dead kid. Because yeah, you didn't think we were gonna do it, but we went there. Because yeah, that's one thing. You see him go down the stairs. Like Angie said, you see the pictures. You see the blood on the wall. And you see the living room massacre. Yeah, there's enough to imply that the children and murdered, and but you, then they still showed it. Yeah, they're like, shit, he killed everybody. But yeah, when you're, to your credit, they pan down and you see poor dead kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. But let's get into his new family because you really get walk through the death scene and that's it like yeah, that's, that's how you one establish later, that yes. he has done this one year later in your spongebob voice and um he's got a new family and his new stepdaughter is not driving and, and it's so weird that he went from like little kids to like teenager well they kind of did the profile thing where he says is he's looking for a specific thing 
and well yeah i'd see i i think that's more to his like he has an idea of like his perfect family in his head but at the same time it's kind of like if we look at what he did when he was trying to set up the third time yeah it was just convenience like oh this neighbor lady's single and she she has children has kids. Yay. Like, okay boom she fits the bill already mm-hmm. he wants a family so this chick has got an opening for a husband and a family so he's gonna walk right in and so see, in 1987 you could literally just apparently murder your whole family go to the next town and nobody would ever know what you no, look like yeah when he uh when he's on that ferry yeah and he just dunks the he just dumps the suitcase over i'm like boom and that's all it took back then to yeah. create a whole new fucking identity mm-hmm. yeah. like Don't one really suitcase away. over the rail and you're a totally different dude like, in a sweater vest. Yeah, he just went to a new town, rented a house. I'm like, I live here now. I'm going to establish a whole new life. Apparently okay, that was a thing. and I find it so, so like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like, I know it's a movie, and this movie is loosely based off some guy yeah. named John List that I read, but mm-hmm. the story is not. Well, hey, we've the same, all heard right? this story on I mean, this is, Mysteries. Yeah, this is yeah. Some yeah. Mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. We've mentioned it, we've referenced it before where mm-hmm. they get two families, two towns. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Um, but the thing about it is, I'm like, the thing that makes me mad for the brother, um, the brother's, the, the, the first wife that he murdered. Yeah. Right? Oh, I got a whole. The, the, the sister's brother, right? Yeah. Oh, I got a whole thing what on was him. his name? Jim. Jim. Yeah. I got a whole thing on um, Jim. So, yeah. So, yeah. The thing that I, that I really feel for Jim is the fact that it was like, look, at this small radius of places yes. that he could have, that he could be. Yeah. And it was like, wow. Like, this guy is like not even, he's not a detective. Like, he's just some guy. You know, he's a brother. He's smarter yeah. than the investigator. He's like, he's some brother. And it's like, okay. And, anyway, and like he was the like, the cops don't even want to talk to yeah. me. Like, yeah. And, like, and it was so simple that he's like, look, he stopped working there three months before, you know, they murdered them. Yeah. So, he had to have been going somewhere. He couldn't have gone too far if he was able to get there and back in yeah. his normal normal work day so he's like this is the radius of where he could be fucking living and they're like oh okay whatever and i think they said two weeks because i think he had a two-week echo strategy everywhere yeah or something yeah, like that it was, it was a short little window but he, yeah, he picked up on it which those investigators or the whatever need be couldn't figure anything out they're like we got nothing well you don't know what made him snap and why he did this and blah, blah, i know blah. and it's not like he didn't leave photos of himself at the house i know there were they were several all over the wall, the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like they yeah, uh, they they really bungled this case. I always love how he's like, we couldn't run the picture. My editor didn't want to read it. And when like the people in the town see it or whatever, see yeah. the story, they're like, why are they bringing this up again? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's just here, a murder we never caught. Fuck well, faces. Here's, <laughs> like, here's the other thing about it, though, too. This was what? Late, late 80s, 87. 17. So yeah. that's what you think about it. I don't know newspapers were a big thing back then, but again, you would think that they would run this story on the news. Yeah, right. And they it would been show like a year. It had been one year. So why would not in the anniversary of a case you yeah. haven't fucking solved? Why don't yeah, you put that we, picture out maybe there? Maybe that was just unheard of because I think we're definitely used to, you know, the fucking uh, media being like, one yeah. year later, still no answers. Mm-hmm. Like, still nothing. We get those the anniversary cops are things. sleeping on the job. <laughs> yeah, like it's been 20 years. Like there it's was like, a one the other day watch. about a girl that disappeared like 13 years ago. And they're like, yeah. still no answers. The 13 years later, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The media is big on anniversaries, so maybe yeah. that wasn't a thing like back these then. People don't watch unsolved mysteries. Come on, I know. well, I mean, Come if on. You, okay. Speaking of Bundy, and if you think about that and talk about how like the media does all this stuff, and it's like all those 
police reports and yeah. all those police stations and media stations and all that didn't piece together like, oh my God, this guy could be traveling over state lines. And yeah, they never put Nobody it thought any of that shit together. So then it's like it's the like media wasn't said, that bright back then. I don't remember which podcast it was, but I was like, I, don't, I love it when people are like, they were lying to us. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe people were like that back in Wait, the 80s no, I and really, the 70s. Uh, see, I, they it's lied? A, it surprises me a little bit more about 70s and 80s, but like back in like, uh, you know, 40s, 50s, or even the show like, yeah. like in uh, Oh Brother Router where they have Baby yeah. Face Nelson and I'm like I could imagine people being that naive and dumb They're like oh my god he's gonna yeah. point a gun at me and take money like yes. like that I could the naivety back then I could understand but 70s and 80s you're like wait why, why they what? just had a war I don't yeah. get that yeah, like, like, what's, <laughs> what's stopping someone from going across the state line and murdering someone else and then just going back home uh-huh. like why was that so unfathomable back I then I know and like I, and I think it's funny too when you talk about serial killers and they're like well we didn't know people would murder multiple people. I'm like, so you weren't just like, maybe they'd murder more? Like, you, that you, wasn't you a thought. thought you thought that somebody who enjoys murdering people would just be like, you know what? I really enjoyed that one. one. And, and I'm good. Yeah, now I know. I felt it and we're good. Yeah. Well, then again, here's the thing. I've been watching the DC Sniper documentary on Vice. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense on some of the things because... Well, snipers are a little different. Well, here's, like the, th- well, here's the thing about it, though. Like, when you would think, okay, police stations don't talk to each other. Yeah. Well, it's true because when I was watching that, they had the one thing where when they crossed into Virginia, they found the description of, of the vehicle. And yeah. they tried sharing that with DC, and DC was like, no, this is what we saw. This is what it is. I'm like, but... That, that can't be our guy. He's like, they here. can't be our guy. Yeah. He's like, you won't go well, across straight lines. But ultimately, the description that they got in Virginia was what the mm-hmm. what the is the, the same thing, thing that so happened like, to Bundy. Yeah, the, and it, there was a documentary we watched about the Night Stalker, yeah. and it was the same shit. Yeah, just jurisdictions be like, no, no, we're yeah, not sharing. They don't, sharing. They don't listen. In L in L A, you know, with the Night yeah. Stalker and everything, it was more like a pissing match between yeah. the jurisdictions. Like, well, we're not sharing our info with you, and it was like, then he's just gonna go a different city. He's just gonna the, keep murdering. Yeah, and he's just gonna go a different city because he knows you're not fucking talking to each other. Yeah, because like you're you're famously fucking you know having a pissing match with each other yeah. like we're gonna solve it first we're not sharing our information it's like, like who cares who fucking solves it first you so yeah i'm surprised dying. so so if anything more i'm surprised anything got solved at yes. all back then yes. which is why i feel like we're solving so much more shit now with dna <laughs> yeah. and with just forensics and be like how the fuck could you people you not, not look at this, this back then and be like well it was Bleh. our information we weren't about to share what well, That's so well fucking santa stupid. barbara didn't talk to la county which didn't talk to anaheim which yes. yeah it's totally that shit like, all across the fucking country so, back then. So, yeah, children, but, if you want to know anything, humans are dumb. Okay, so now back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have the brother who's doing all of this shit for the cops. And they're like, oh, yeah, our hands are tied. We, we have nothing. They're like, really? We can't help you. We can't help you. You guys aren't doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meanwhile, Stephanie's pulling hair in art class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting a show. Oh, like, bitch, like, yeah, what is she that She had handfuls do, of that bitch's man. hair, man. She wasn't letting go. And see, like when I when I when they cut to that scene where she's fighting that bitch, and I'm like, damn, like <laughs> that chick, the chick that she's fighting, I'm like, I knew that chick in junior high. Like that chick starts stuff all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. So for Stephanie to be like, I'm at the edge of my fucking shit, and I'm gonna take that chick on. Stephanie lost her father. She's going. She's going through. Stephanie's some like. Stuff. Stephanie's like. I don't give a fuck no more. Yep. I hate Jerry. Mm-hmm. My dad's dead. I have to sit here and listen to them fuck all night while I sit here with this fucking dog. Yeah. She has to listen to that weird music. Shit Something is, about the rain. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
Yeah, she did I would rather a good time. I would rather listen to that music than hear Jerry bang my mom and the fucking yeah. thin wall behind my headboard. God. <laughs> oh, yeah, your your wall, your mutual wall is where both yes. headboards are. Like, yeah, right. you're not no. getting any rearrange sleep. room. Yes. Rearrange room. Put your bed I'm a on child the other side. for Christ's sake. I love when they're sitting there eating after she gets expelled or whatever and she's like maybe i can go to boarding school and he's like no we don't have to bake up the family and like he's almost talking yeah. to himself at that point and he just says father yeah. knows best and i'm like this isn't realistic stephanie yeah. would have started hilariously laughing and be like whose father even are you because you're not mine you're not a father <laughs> so that means you don't know shit jerry the thing that i do have to say is the most white people thing about this movie was the beginning where the mom is raking the leaves and they have the leaf throwing leaf the fight. fight. Yeah, yes. that's a TV white people thing. Yeah. We don't do like, that. Like, who the fuck does that? Kids I know. do that, yeah, but it's more of like we're cannonballing into the, yeah. the things. And if you've ever had a rake leaves, those things are filthy and dirty. Like, you can imagine rolling around in them. Like, I know. Movie leaves and movie snow are always just pristine and nice. Well, and you guys live here. You guys didn't have a fall. So leaves, when they all get cold and all shed at the same time, aren't dirty. They're crunchy and they're fun to play in. Mm. Yeah, they don't stay that way for very long, I would mm. imagine. Well, when they're like that and you have I to, like, know. go sweep them mm. up, then yes, they are. Because <laughs> they're all dry and Well, that yard cold. was dirty is all I'm saying. It's cold. That bugs go away. Dirty. in the cold so the yard looked dirty and i do have to add again another fucking giant ass house all the giant ass houses i'm, I'm super jealous of all Apparently, the horror, giant fucking houses well i mean if you're a ghost you're gonna like all the horror movies ghosts don't want to haunt little tiny ass houses so because I mean, this house fair. had what a porch well, door well, okay well and a regular back door apparently murders and shit they only have it in big houses so mm. it's like yeah, let's make that horror movie it's like a shitty shack somewhere right? it's like <laughs> not a like, lot of apartment hauntings yeah, either this is true and mm. why do why do ghosts always speak English no matter where the fuck you are. Always. Like not even like old English or like you know, I think we've talked before. There was a Boston accent ghost. Like, oh, that would drive us nuts. I know. Why wouldn't they like leave out wine or something? Like shit that they would know and want. I don't know. That's what we need, apartment hauntings. Oh, also when Jer- when she leaves and she's like, good night, Jerry. And I'm like, she would totally be flipping him off behind the door. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so many flip-offs every yes. time he turned around. Good night, Jerry Bear. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. So does she get expelled after this fight or does she do something else to get expelled? No, she had done this other was, stuff before. Yeah, because I think they had mentioned like this was your third time. That's because you know, I remember just her a getting few suspended. months or whatever. Yeah. Because I remember her being suspended three times out of that, but yeah. the, the fight is pretty much ultimately. The, the fight yeah, is the what, fight what tipped her. it over or whatever for them to finally be like, you're out. Yeah, you're done. Don't deal with your shit. I can appreciate that your dad's dead, but you can't beat everybody up at school. <laughs> it's just art for Christ's sake, Stephanie. You're mad at your dad, not me. I forgive you. You're not mad at your art teacher. And then what? We I have... drew Rebecca dying because she's a bitch. <laughs> oh, bring it, Stephanie! All right. That's what started. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jerry going around showing houses being this creepy realtor. I know. Like, okay. At the very, 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 very minimum of knowing Jerry, if you're one of these other adults in this fucking neighborhood or at his barbecue or just anyone that works with him or just anything, right? If anyone is ever that freaking happy in life, there is something seriously wrong with them behind the scenes that you don't know. Somebody is getting um, beat or touched touched or there's just something wrong, right? They're just creepy. There's something like 
when he's like, I'm just so happy that I have this family. And I'm like, no. I'm like, dude, no, this is a barbecue. Wrong. This is not the yeah. time. Like, I'm like, did you just get out of prison? Because I, I can get like, that. Like, nobody's graduating. Yeah, nobody's like, gotten married. It's not a special occasion, no. you know? I'm like, did you get out of prison and you're just happy to be out? I can get that. Nope, that's you're, okay. Um, did you almost die recently? No. Oh, okay. It's just so overcome the with weirder, emotion. So what is it, man? Like the weirder thing I found, I found too, was the fact that all of his neighbors were the people he sold those houses to. It totally reminded yeah. me of uh, Lewis's party in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I had clients instead of. It made friends, me think of the purge. Right they just yeah, all live in the yeah. same neighborhood. That's the thing huh? that I thought was weird too. Especially was like, why would you want to live next? I know. To I thought realtor? that was a. I thought that was a little racist too. He's like, I don't want any of you to move. He's like, let's keep. Our neighborhood pure (laughs) he didn't say it that way but i'm like i know what you're getting at jerry i don't want new neighbors well it was very clear jerry had an idea of what the american dream yeah and that included only white folks apparently there was no other minorities in that Uh, neighborhood yeah he's like i get to pick and choose who i can sell these houses to oh Oh, jerry's totally the this house is uh way more than it's uh than they're actually selling it for because you're not white Yeah. yeah Yeah, uh, Jerry had an agenda. I also love how Jerry freaks out in the basement and Steph's just, or, yeah, Stephanie's just like, I was just getting ice cream. And send her down to go get ice cream and he starts just, yelling. Just and how, like, uh, who's eating two fucking things of ice cream at a well, party? I know, there was, there was not even that um, that many people there, No, right? like, like that's was, a one carton of ice yeah, cream like one, That was like the five gallon like uh, jug thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Or five quart thing? Yeah, or it was the, the big bucket. It's the party pail. Yeah, it's the party <laughs> pail. You don't need two of those for them because they were old people too. There wasn't that many kids that and were you know at least one of those white dudes is lactose intolerant you know oh, at least one please, yeah there's <laughs> so no potato salad for me mm-hmm. or ice cream like no that messes with my stomach Why are there raisins in your potatoes <laughs> <laughs> i also love how jerry just starts stuck in the the sykes calls and that's how you know somebody's fucked up well, when they're scared oh, of a psychiatrist yes. what was it when he starts freaking out we'll go back go back to that little party scene what they talk about the murders and that's when he freaks out because mm-hmm. he takes it and then he does whatever he does with he oh, makes it a he hat. Makes that hat. He makes that it a hat. I was like, okay, I got to give Jerry props for that. He was like, ah, oh, what? That's just, I can't even think about something yeah. that would murder their own children. Hey, Timmy, what's this hat? I'm like, you sly son of a bitch. You just did that whole monologue yeah. where you got all emotional just to get rid of the fucking newspaper. I'm like, that was good, Jerry. I'm like, props to you, buddy. Yes. Oh, yeah. You mean where he pulls himself out of his disassociating? Yeah. like Because he's just no, like no. sitting there. Yeah, he's sitting no. there folding it. And he's talking about it, and he's like, I can't that? even. And then he looks up, and he's like, oh, yeah. No, that was an act. I don't yeah. know. No. I, no, he disassociates no. a lot in this movie. Okay, that was an act there. He wasn't disassociating there for me. That was an act to be, like, all emotional about it while he's just, you know, not seeing what I'm doing with my hands in my lap, and I'm making this hat. Oh, hey, Kimmy. Timmy, come here. No, see, I think no. it was disassociating. I can I see you go either. I can he's, see you go either. He's a con. Mm-hmm. Well, he is a con, but at his heart, he's a narcissist, crazy person. Oh no, because then when we get to the whole freakout scene, um, I love how Stephanie's just watching him, and I'm like, okay, you know, just standing there, and you know that ice cream against your forearm is fucking yeah. cold. Oh, that's cold. Like, <laughs> and so I'm like, but what's your play here if you're Stephanie? Like, what can you do? Like, I know, and like, like, you can't really hide because that makes it weirder if he does something yeah. weirder. Yeah. So like, you. You've got to let yourself what be do you known. Mean something weird. Like well, it's like he starts freaking out, like breaks something, or like starts beating off furiously. Yes, like, like what if like, that's yeah, <laughs> like to oh, your picture or something, and you're like, I gotta go. Well, like, he did have that picture of the family exactly. down there. Yeah. And then I mean, you clear your throat and uh, excuse yourself. Uh, um. <laughs> 
Mom said to get ice cream. Just drop something and be like, oh. And that was the last time I ever had ice cream. <laughs> and see, my weird ass, my my awkward ass would have just been like, I'm just going to just squeeze by it real here and go upstairs. Excuse, <laughs> like, excuse me, Jerry. Just, gonna, just you do you. I'm just going to go. <laughs> just, uh, squeeze right around you. Okay. Speaking of. Speaking of creepy. Um, Dr. Bondurant was totally grooming Stephanie. In the oh, beginning, yeah. I was like, what's oh, this dude's God. play? Yeah. yeah. And then, okay, it, it was very evident when he's like, "You, my mom says you only charged me half or whatever. And he's like, I like hanging out with you. I'm like, grooming oh. her. No, I was grooming. like, what's wrong with running away? I was like, like together? Yeah, no, a lot. Yeah, a grooming. lot. <laughs> a lot grooming. is wrong. Grooming. Dr. Bondurant is. But at least he, he was like, all right, there is something wrong with this Jerry guy. She's not crazy. There's definitely something going on. I'll check it out at least. No, no. That's part of the grooming. Yes. No one, well, yeah, he's no, got to see his... No, his, no uh, one believes you what you're saying. You're a confused teenage girl. And I'm like, I believe you. But I'm just going to go talk to Jerry. I'm like, hey, how you doing, Jerry? Blah, no, blah, blah. see, I think he no. he wanted to talk I to think, him. Wait, I think he wanted to talk to him and it would have just blown over. Had Jerry just talked to him the first time yeah. that he called, I think it would have just blown over. Oh, I disagree. I think I think that he believed her after a while. I don't think. I think when yeah. he called her, when he called to set up the appointment, he was like, okay, he won't see me. There is something wrong with no, him. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, not at first. That's why I'm saying, like, if he talked to him the first time that the doctor called, the doctor would have been like, all right, it's no big deal. Like, yeah, I talked to him. He seems like a good guy. Well, yeah, yeah but the whole thing, if anybody well, yeah. ducks a psychiatrist, there's something wrong with them. Yes. If people are scared of a psychiatrist, there's something in there that they don't want them to find. Because psychiatrists really just talk to you and let you dig your own hole. Mm. What if he was molested by a psychiatrist? Though? Well, he pr- he had he was definitely molested, and he definitely had some yeah. sort of daddy issues um, and uh, other situ- or maybe a stepdaddy issue. Maybe. Apparently, in earlier drafts of the scripts, they were gonna, they included like um, flashback stuff to Jerry's childhood where he was. Well, yeah, well, his little outburst of his lines in there, I was like, okay, that's something when, somebody said to you, <laughs> like that's. When he had that outburst in the basement or whatever, when she's getting ice cream, I was like, "This is a this is that disturbed song." <laughs> no, mommy, no, yes, mommy, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. yes exactly. Well, flashback. I, I saw the meme where it's like, "Remember that one time when I love David that- Draymond's mom came into the studio yeah. and started beating him, started beating the shit out of him." Yeah. <laughs> I love when Steph gets frisky with her boyfriend and and uh, Jerry opens the door. He's like, he's practically raping her. She was like, I liked it. I wanted him to. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Like, we okay. were just making out. The thing that I do have to say, the most scariest thing of this movie is me coming to the realization that I have a daughter. Happen. Yeah, that's going to happen. Someday. And I'm probably going to act the same way he did. And that's why you were like, I thought she was 16. Why is she naked? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got all into dad so only- mode, and you're like, she's a teenager, she's a child. For yeah, Christ's sake. and that's so weird about some movies because a lot of the movies they will be like, this is a teenager, yes. they're in high school, and then like there's a locker room full of naked people, and they're like, yes. but I thought we were in high school. Uh, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie, yeah, off yes. a full, full seventies Bush, Bush yes. Patrol, mm-hmm. like that whole panch. I'm like, this is the start of a porno, Mr. De Palma. Yes. Period Bush, Bush Patrol. Bush, yes. Bush, Bush. Yes. yes, Porgies. Yes, yes. It's so just, weird, though. But when you think about it on those levels, you're like, this is, okay, that's not right. Like, <laughs> this is what high school is like? Uh, I, I yeah, never, like I said, that's, yeah. That's the only thing I can defend Jerry with. Be like, yes. As a, if you see anybody kiss your daughter, you're like, he was practically raping her. 
As the father of a girl who will be eventually 16, yeah. and I will have to deal with that, and yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're wrong already, because you're going to chase her into that. No. You just have to like every boy she likes, and she'll never like them. <laughs> this is true, Reverse though. psychology. Mm-hmm. If you don't want her to like someone, she's like, all right, Dad, watch this. He time. seems like a sensible young man. Just say He's that to her a lot. Yeah. She'll be like, well, fuck that guy. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm still going to do the bad boys thing to, to whoever no, date she brings. It's not going to work. Or the whatever. You don't even know what kind of COVID kids are going to be coming to your house at 16. What do you got? You got 12 more years? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, our little assholes will just be the boys kissing other people's daughters. <laughs> but still, that was, like I said, the father and me did that. But at the same time, it's like you realize it's like. It was something just as innocent as her boyfriend or whoever her love interest was was taking her home. Yeah, like they were just riding and around. He just, and he just has that freak out. Yeah, yeah. It clearly okay. breaks his whole image yeah. of yeah. like perfect family. And that's the, I think that's the danger for his dad persona to have a teenager. Well, kind yeah. Of thing. And so yeah. that's why I was like, why would you go from young to teen? I told you in a big a, jump like that. It was that. a matter of convenience. Maybe. It did crack me yeah, up we, that we, had... we don't know how they met, but I mean, yeah. assuming based on the third one, it's just like, oh, he was here. And, and I always was chick. like, okay, so, and she says like, my dad died a year ago. I'm like, did Jerry kill your dad? Hmm. See, I thought that was going to come up too. Yeah. Like he was—he set this up. I mean, I he like, goes oh, no. out of his I, way to make his own like ends. You know, like he yeah. sets up his own. See, life. that's the one thing I thought is when he started going into that other uh, other town, mm-hmm. and he saw that family, and I thought, okay, he goes and he kills the people, and then he, that's his way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's see, what it kind of does make. And it that's what I brought like up to that. Kim, and then she's—he saw that other family where he just found. Oh, she has kids been divorced or widowed or whatever need me. yeah so i'm like okay so he doesn't do that because initially that's what i thought he would, yeah he well did. the timing of everything of how her dad died and everything is they they leave it so ambiguous that yeah. it could imply yeah. to that i think maybe and maybe we're just reading more into it but it is a very ambiguous like he died yes. a year ago like well when it like when it, jerry showed see, up we're or? just we're just cynics and we're like yeah. it's just too convenient to yes. them to there not to be something nefarious happening a little too the thing that didn't crack me up is that the uh boyfriend love interest had a little scooter oh i know and he like <laughs> and she made him ride bitch. The size of your scooters. Yes. she made him ride bitch that was that's my favorite funny. thing i was uh, like that's what you do he was trying to get in there so he's like oh, i'm yeah. fine with me girl i'll ride him back i don't care okay. <laughs> I'll stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, they were just trying to get freaky like just some gonna, normal team. It's going to dagger you on this ride home. You'd be like, I learned it from you. Yeah, I, wrote, I, wrote, I just wanted to make out like a normal teenager. Jesus Christ. I know. Poor Stephanie. Oh, I know. Just wants so much some like, semblance of normalcy and fucking Jerry has to come cock block. I know. And I love then Susan, the mom. She's like, why the fuck are you yelling? They were just kissing. Yeah. She's yes. like, you just ruined all the progress we made with Stephanie, you dumbass. Yeah. yeah she's not going to trust you now, Stephanie. Uh, I love that scene and then he's just like oh okay and then walks away and I'm like well oh, fuck me then Jerry's gotta start his exit strategy uh-huh. now he's like well fuck me I'll just find another family <laughs> I think the one thing you gotta appreciate that she tries to play detective by sitting what writing to that newspaper and saying, I did I like that she was smart like she yeah. didn't just let it yeah. end and then she got that other picture and she's like oh fuck I'm like oops <laughs> But Why, even okay. then, when she goes back to Dr. Bondrant's office and she sees that little note, she sneaks yeah. into the house or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, it's so convenient for Jerry to have showed him that house with all the paper everywhere. They could just yeah. wrap the dead body in. Yeah, by this like, is all uh, remodeled. Little, uh, yeah. That, uh, 
it was so funny to me when the other real estate agent pops out and stuff is like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, I thought the house was empty and she just like, takes you're off. Not expect like, people, other people to show the house. I know. And Dr. Bondra, I was like, you should have been a little bit more. Like, everybody on there should have been a little bit more on their toes in this yeah. movie. Like, you just got beat to death with a stick of wood, man. Run away. Like, oh, why are no. you standing just, like, there? Run away. Like, just, after the first time, he like he, he takes a swing at you or hits you. I know, whatever, and he's like, like, why what? are you doing it? Like, he says something. Yeah. They have an interchange. I'm like, no, bitch, run. And Throw you, something. You think you're going to talk your way out of yes, this? Like, no. what the hell are you doing? Because it takes a lot of rage to, to beat, beat someone somebody. to death with a two by four. And yeah. not break it? Yes. Like, I was like, that like, would have been uh, broken. No, if you hold it long ways, you won't. Oh, okay. If you hold it that way, it will. Gotcha. Mm. But yeah, you know, in case you're beating somebody, <laughs> you ever beat somebody up. Uh, but then the the brother, he's on a hunt, and he does talk the, that cop into giving him like a list, of, or not the cop, the receptionist. Yeah, lady. He, he sweet talks her. Yeah, into oh, giving her the name? list Jamie of uh, or Amy or whatever. what does she say? Annie. Like you can call me Annie. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, I gotta give you some well, some hey, loving. I, I love look. what she and says though. Is when what he calls the sheriff an asshole. Is like, well, you gotta get in line with along with. Oh, you're people. not qualified to yeah. call him an you asshole. You haven't been here long uh, enough, or something like that. Yeah, yeah there you go. Like the bro finally tracks him down after just going through all the lists of uh, marriage certificates. I find it funny year. that his plan was just going to show up to these people's houses and be like, "It worked in the '70s or in the '80s. Everybody knocked yeah. on your damn door." Okay. Are you Jeff? Here's, all right, you're not the Jeff I'm looking mm-hmm. for. What? Here's what? the thing what? I have Fuck to say you, about man. the brother that bothered me. Okay, he's trying to find his sister's murder and his niece and nephews or whatever need be, right? So his one mission is to track down Jerry, and to do what? Murder him. That's why he buys the gun. Exactly, right? And then he fumbles it. And that, that fucker was, yeah. does it. Yeah. He messes it up. I wrote, come on, Jim. You knew it was there. Like, you me, knew where you found him. He had that. He was like, oh, shit. He sells houses. It's like, this yeah, guy. Like, he knew yeah, he it. Yeah, you knew for sure this was, like, Jerry was the guy you were looking for. You have the gun out yes. before you fucking knock on the door, He's like, Jim. you had one job, and <sighs> you fucked it up. Yeah. Because I thought the brother was going to be this big huge. He was going to play like what the the hero in this and come and save them and all that. And then the motherfucker dies. I love the Jerry's like, oh hey Jim, hey, Jim. <laughs> Jim Ogilvy, hey. how the fuck are you doing? Gotta master? be quicker, Jim. And then that's just the like thing that pissed, him. That's the thing that pissed me off. Is like he should like you say you should have had the, his gun in hand. Oh. And as soon as he saw him, okay, this is the dude who killed your your. Did your you sister. see his car? Still. Yeah. Did you see his car? His Still. I don't care. He is inept. <laughs> yeah, oh. He is inept in life, man. Yeah. Look at his car. But he's still, going through some no, stuff. He's not sister. completely inept because he figured out the whole radius he thing did, and then yes. he did the whole little But he was thing. not smart enough to avoid death. Or just still, put up though. pictures of Jerry around that. Or radius. go to the police and be like, it's this guy. I know where he is. This is but Jerry. But still, though, to These me, people it's like, have confirmed I, it. I, he had one job nobody and wanted he to listen fumbled to him. on the goal line. None of the cops wanted to listen to him. Fine, so I got that. Fine. But yeah, he he fumbled it at he the one fumbled, No, he fumbled at the goal line. He yeah, was about yeah. to win and he fucking. Then you call the cops and say, I know where he lives. This is the address. <laughs> They're about to be a murder. I'm going to kill him unless <laughs> you get there first. Well, that's and the, that's what you do. Okay, that guy that played the brother, um, he played uh, another inept brother in A River Runs Through It. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, uh, He was the brother-in-law of one of the characters who's going to get married, and he was like a... Like this big city douche, mm-hmm. and this is like the the forties. I think that the movie is set in Montana so, in the forties yeah. or something like that. Um, but he he uh, they take him fishing to kind of be like a you know brother in law bonding thing. Yeah, and he ends up they meet some uh, 
I don't know what you'd call her. She wasn't a prostitute, but she was kind of like the oh, lady of the, of the night. She was she was a a town uh, a loose woman. She was a loose woman of there the town. Go. We'll call her. But anyway, they they end up getting drunk and they do it, and then they pass out by the lake, and they all get all sunburnt and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was just like his whole scene in the river runs through it. I'm like, a, I will always remember that guy from that movie. And I'm like, gonna say him in this movie. I'm like, yeah, you're 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 a terrible brother. In yeah, every movie. as a, a Caucasian woman from Caucasia, uh, do not <laughs> fall asleep under the sun if you are of the Caucasian persuasion. <laughs> but still, though, I think his character to me was the most let down thing of the movie. Yeah, it was disappointing. It was like that's all you. It had was to do. it was such a letdown because you're like, come on, Jim, come on, you're almost there. And you I was waiting. Got it. I was waiting for the fake the fake out of his death with him getting up from being stabbed. Yeah, and- they trick you out with the mom. Yeah. Yeah. the mom comes back with the gun at the end and yeah. so because I thought that too I'm like he's gonna get like you know he's Jim's gonna, gonna get up and, and yeah shoot him and be the last thing he does before no, he dies mama shoots him in the ass mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she does right in the ass oh, shot me in the ass uh, Stephanie though nearly takes Jerry out with the sled in the attic she oh, fucking yeah. slides that sled yes. into the thing I'm like oh was she like, almost got his head like that looked like he yeah. really did that like, stuff what the fuck? Uh, I was like oh uh, that yeah that, even if it would have just even if it would have done nothing but just hit him in the forehead oh, like, yeah, that, that was worth mm-hmm. it even if I die right now Jerry that was worth it cause fuck you yep. Jerry but uh, the one thing that you, you cock blocking bastard. <laughs> the thing you gotta appreciate though is once he realizes shit, he's gotta leave, and you start getting real the the realization. Okay, this is what he does because what he realizes shit. I gotta quit my job. I yeah, go he start, starts quitting his job. And you you see you see the process that he does, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, when's he gonna actually gonna gonna kill his new family? Yeah, I think that was part of the suspense that they were giving you. Like, oh, it, it's who's going to get there first? Is Jim going to come and save the day? Or is he going to murder them and move out before anything I happens? I know, and you like, also kind of get that fake out because uh, Susan calls the job. Yeah. She calls the, yeah. the office yeah. and she's like, and then when Jerry comes home, she's like, they said you don't live there. And he was like, no, I, or you don't work there. And he He's was like, oh, we have a new receptionist who doesn't know That's anybody's stupid name. Bitch. Yeah, so like, yeah. I was like, okay, so where is this scene going? And then he just, he drops it all at once. Yeah, and he's like, he's wait, like, who hey. am I here? Yeah, like, who am I here? Oh, like, oh yeah. I loved that because uh, you definitely you had that little crack moment when they had the barbecue and he's pushing that little girl or no, no he was showing that other house yeah and he was pushing that little girl in the swing and he's like my daughter jill and he's like and the little girl I'm like this is the most annoying little kid because she remembers everything she's mm-hmm. like you said she was in high school you said her name was Stephanie. Yeah. you said he was like oh my god shut up kid mm-hmm. before i murder you i was like i'm gonna strangle you with the swing set well yeah jerry well, yeah, he gets that slow realization that, oh, shit, I don't, they, he's like, who am I here? And then he realizes, and then he fucking hits her with the with the phone, or what is what does he hit her with? What does he hit her with? I think he, he does something. hit her with the phone first. It knocks her yeah. out. Yeah, because he says, uh, what, he says a different last name, I think. He's like, it's, it's Hudsinger or something. And he's like, and she's like, what did you say? Yeah. And then she like, kind of Blake, said it. Jones? So, like, yeah. Where I wonder, am I again? I wonder yeah. how long he would have, like. Yeah. Had he not just broke it out, you know, how long? Because it was part of that suspense. Like, when is yeah, he going to yeah. kill him? Because they fake you out with the whole, no, 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 we got a new receptionist. And yeah. I'm like, when you know the receptionist, lady? Yeah. Like, come on. I don't know. It, it, it definitely was like, so I would say that he was going to do it that night if he would have gotten. Yeah. Was, I was also, was during ready. the scene where uh, Susan shoots him in the ass, I was like, in the head, mom, in the head. Go for <laughs> the head. She didn't really seem like she knew what she was doing with that the gun. The way she was way. holding that gun, I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, I do have a question about that attic. What's up? 
How did they get all that shit up there with that little small ass opening in the I closet? I don't know. I know. Yeah, There's that one yeah. tiny little yeah. opening in the. I know when she opened the door, Paul's like, "Where the fuck is she going?" I know. The first time she, <laughs> I'm like, "Why is she crawling into the closet? Like, what are you?" I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's weird. I didn't know that was in there. Like, I was like." You're just gonna hide. Yeah, the I was like, closet. that's what I thought too. And like, she went up there. I'm like, okay. And then I started thinking. Me, I, I would imagine there's got to be another opening somewhere else. You would think that. Yeah. yeah. There would have to be to be able to get any fucking thing up there. But yeah, I could see the the closet being the easiest access because it's basically like a ladder. And it's yeah. hidden. You yeah. Know? Like you don't really. You know, it's not like unsightly random thing in the middle of your hallway kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, I was like, not in the ass, in the head, mom, <laughs> in the head. And then how she falls through the the ceiling. He yeah he falls he like she basically sets yeah, it up so she, he'll she, fall. She through. runs across those beams real quick and yeah. Stupid Jerry falls through. <laughs> he steps on the and you get the, the whole thing, thing where he's gonna be like you knew that was gonna happen. With I know when she gets out I'm like run yes run why are you going yeah, slow don't run ever take your time or huh. just jump over the banister and slide down real fast. Yes. <laughs> Home alone come on yes. Uh, and then at the end, or just after, run and jump on him. You yeah. know, after that? she stabs Jerry in the heart with the butcher knife. Yes. I don't think it could be. I don't think it was his heart. No, I. And only because it was off sequels. to the side a little bit. Yeah. I mean, because I've I've seen the second one. Mm. I actually remember the second one better Wait, than sequels? I remember the Oh, yeah. there is sequels I, to this. I yeah. know there's a remake the, of it. Yeah, there's 2009. Um, Dylan Walsh, I believe, mm-hmm. did a remake of it, and he's the. He was a nip tuck in Congo. Oh, yeah. I remember him. But um, the second one, I actually remember better than the first one. Was Terry O'Quinn in it? Uh, yeah. What? He was in the first two, I believe. I think there was more than two in the original run. And I know he was in the first two, I believe. Because the second one, he marries a chick. It's the same setup, basically. Yeah. A chick with a kid and all that. Um, the chick the, the the chick that has those eyes. Yeah. Um, that was From in They, they Live. Live. Yeah. Oh. That's the that's the the chick that he marries in the second one. Because mm. I remember seeing it as a kid. I'm like, it's that lady with the eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I remember he breaks out of prison in the beginning of the first one. So how the hell does he, he uh, survive in the second one? I, I don't know. I don't remember how the second one ends. Or starts? Or you I, know, I, remember, I remember he's in prison and I remember he saves hair and makes a mustache and sneaks out Ew. somehow. Yeah. How the fuck Ew. do you do that? Uh, no. If I remember correctly, he was pulling hair out of the back of his head and he saved up enough to make a mustache and, he, <laughs> and I think he kills a guard or something and just walks out. Oh, it's something why like, not just grow the fucking mustache? It's something like crazy like that. I don't know. I don't know why. But I remember <laughs> it's something crazy like that. And I'm like, and he's just out again and he's like, oh, he's going to get married. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's it's Just a fun watch. Getting a watch. new identity. Yeah. It, they, you know what? Overall, these stepfather movies are a fun watch. You know, <laughs> they're silly '80s cheesy good fun, and it's more thriller obviously than horror yeah. or anything. But they're still fun to watch. Some of, like the scene, the living room scene in the beginning is the most horror thing about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like it's. It's not wasted because it does add a lot of layers to this movie. Like you really whole, get who, yeah, who he is, who he right, is off the bat. right off the bat. Yeah. But yeah, it is more thriller because they set you up with that tension and yeah, and like when is he gonna go crazy? And, and I, I love at the end how she just cuts his birdhouse down. She's like, "Fuck your birdhouse, James." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. burn this son of a bitch after yeah. I take a shit in it. And like, fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> um, I think the thing in the beginning when it's setting everything up and it's, you know, getting you to see like he murdered the family, obviously, and you get the shock of the kid there and all that. And then him whistling and just going down the street. Um, I, I think they're really playing off the fact that it's kind of one of those things where, like 
and it was just that easy. Like it could be anyone. Yeah. Like, this guy's just walking down the street with a suitcase. He looks normal, and you know that kid is passing him on the bike or whatever. You he know? doesn't look so, normal. He has a sweater vest on. See, <laughs> see, and that's the because we're children of this era. Like we don't trust this mm-hmm. dude. Like yes. we've seen enough unsolved mysteries and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Actually, America's most wanted. America's most wanted because yeah. actually, there's a tie into America's most wanted to this one. I think is there. Um, I think the actual guy got um, caught because of America's most wanted. Huh? Like they put his picture out and stuff. Well, was, I do remember seeing like those uh, American or yeah, American most wanted and unsolved mysteries were like. Well, and then I just saw a picture of my husband on TV. Yeah, I know like, how many what? times, like you know, like how many times you had that. Like I was just like, oh my god, that's our neighbor. He yeah. was just here two minutes ago. And so I was fully ready for my whole life to just yeah. name people who had fucked shit America's up. America's Most Wanted always cracked me up because you had those actor portrayals. Oh yeah. yeah. And to me, I was like, wait, they get the people that look like this person, but what if the people? see the actor who played the person and be like it's him it's him it's him I'm sure that happened like there's gotta be some little kid that's like that was the guy yeah (laughs) I always love the Unsolved Mysteries one where they did like the ghost reenactments and like the CGI that they used for them were so awful (laughs) always but it was amazing Oh. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. See, <sighs> all of you people raised us to be cynical towards everyone. Mm-hmm. We don't now, trust yeah, nothing. We don't trust no. anyone or anything. Like, that story don't make no sense. Like that doesn't hold. <laughs> like water. there are holes in your story. <laughs> don't add up. You murdered someone, didn't you? Like, uh-huh. You can't just say that. People, we were the I've first generation to be like, we don't trust nobody. Yeah. That person wants to touch me. Stranger that person danger. wants to kill me. They want to uh, kidnap me in the car. You have a sweater vest, sir. Do not approach me. You have a sweater vest and you're smiling constantly. New. No. You're either cellared no. something or you're here to kidnap me. Why is that man so happy? I don't know. He's just happy with life. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. Is he on medication? Life no, he's just happy. Great. Then there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. There's just, pills that make you happy, but you can't be naturally happy like that all the time. And he's not even a hippie, so it's not even weed. So what's yeah. wrong with that guy? Is he on drugs? No. Like hippies, we get. They're happy because of weed. Does he need yeah. to be on drugs? <laughs> he's naturally like that. That's even more reason to be suspicious. He's just happy. That's not no. a thing. No one's just happy. No, no they're not. If, you're anybody, a child. if anybody goes that happy that hard, then they go that angry that hard. Yeah. As well. It's, it ebbs and flows. <laughs> yeah. It's like, unless you are a child under the age of five. You cannot be constantly that happy. Even then, kids aren't even fucking that happy all the time. Yeah, they burn out fast. They cry. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> so yeah. that's basically what narcissism is. You're an adult child. Mm-hmm. Could be. Who can't stand that anything will break your persona. <laughs> yeah. Oh. See, it's it's like when you're playing with friends. Like you Imagine like a five-year-old playing with friends. Like right? you're not make-believing right. Like, you're not make-believing the thing that I yep. make-believe, mm-hmm. and you're not doing it in the way that I said that we're doing it in my make-believe. My narcissist. four-year-old gets mad at me all the yeah. time when we're playing something and I do something that she doesn't like. She's oh, like, yeah. no, yes. Danny, that's not how that's, you do it. If you don't play kids, by the man. make-believe rules, <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> you so that, are in the wrong. So that's like the simplest way to be like, this is what a narcissist is as mm-hmm. an adult. Yep. Imagine they're a five-year-old and you're not make-believing the same way that they're make-believing and they're mad at you for following or for breaking the non-believable make-believe rules. Mm-hmm. I've had my four-year-old get mad at me for hours because I didn't play the right way. Yep. They will be pissed. And the sad thing is, where we're, everyone listening to this is probably, like, oh, that explains oh, so and so. Yeah. Yep, We've I all got that now. one person, like, what the fuck is wrong with that person? Why don't they just chill? Or that they tell stories and you're like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. No, <laughs> 
Really? Because the last time you told that story, it was different. It didn't yes. happen this way. That didn't happen. It's like my friend who said he knew Starlight Johansson yep. before she got famous. Didn't happen. No, yeah. You're a liar. <laughs> Did he get mad at you for not playing by the fake make-believe rules? Yes, because he didn't. Be- because I didn't believe him. You didn't believe him about ScarJo. Right? Yeah. <laughs> ScarJo. It's true, man. My mom threw the picture away. Exactly. That's what he said. That's what made it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's funny when you fuck with those people because they just get more mad. It's my fake girlfriend in Canada. And that's how you know they're narcissists because they care so much and you're just like, dude, this isn't even a thing. Like, (laughs) nobody's mad about this. Shut up. It's very important to me that you believe me. Oh, narcissists. You're a narcissist. Yeah. So that was Stepfather, the narcissist. Narcissist, narcissism, the movie. It is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love these movies. So you should see the second one. I'm gonna I'll have, have to, to watch think, it because I, I don't remember it. If it's on Tubi, either. I'm looking it up. Uh, I didn't look, but yeah, we can find it. I don't know if I want to watch the remake. I don't care about it enough mm. to watch the remake. I've heard it's decent. I've heard it's creepy. Yeah, you and know what? It might but be it, a again, good one. Again, at its heart, Stepfather is. There's really not much else you can do with it than yeah. I feel like that you've done with these. He comes set you know, up with the kids, the you family. Set up a shop. And, you, yeah, you, you kill them. You move on to the next shop. Like, that's the story, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they did go somewhere cool. So if they did, let us know. You can email us at podcast at scarynerd.com. You can check us out on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can support us on Patreon. going to patreon.com backslash scarynerd. And we will see you next week with more Psycho Dads with frailty frailty yes so we will see you next Cannot week wait happy father's day i think this episode will release around the time of father's day no i think the father's day is on like the 20th or something okay so maybe frailty will be around father's so, day it, just happy father's day happy father's we'll say day it twice, month because why the fuck not yeah happy june <laughs> hopefully you're vaccinated and have started to go out and live life again you're vaxxed and waxed and vaxed ready to and party. Vaxxed and ready for messy girl summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't want messy hey, girl summer. Hey, it's going to be messy girl summer because... Uh, is it messy girl or messy gross? It's messy on prime, girl. but it doesn't say if it's... a messy girl. How much well, it is, it's though? not hot girl summer because all of us have been in for a year and none of us know how to dress, so... It's, it's going to be hairy girl summer. It's hairy, messy girl about. summer. So Dude, get those get legs out in the city? sun, ladies. Uh, is it free? Can't. <gasps> it is free. I know what I'm doing when we get done. Stepfather too. Yes, and it's got Jonathan Brandis in it. Does, oh. oh, he plays the son. That's right. That's mm. right. He plays the stepson of the. What the hell is the lady? The eyes lady. What Meg Foster. Meg, Meg Foster. Foster. I cannot. I can't. Why can't I remember that? I it's such know. a simple name. It's the simplest name that it's so easy to forget. It's Meg Foster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Meg Foster.